So where might you be able to encounter a sexy lady contact whilst inc- innocuously going about your day? Well, I, I always like to go bowling to meet the ladies, Paul. And oh, let me tell you. Shit, son. Men. Those alley ladies. Alley dames. The alley babes, yeah. They, uh, I'd, I'd say it's usually a 50-50 split. And that's, that's a bowling term, isn't it? God, not, not, not the 50-50 bit. And if I'm, although I guess like if I'm getting 50-50 splits, I'm probably getting attention for the wrong reasons. Yes, got half of them again. <laughs> Literally half of all the women in here. That's not bad. That's, I mean, in terms of women, yeah, in terms of pins, it depends what the <laughs> what you're referring to. He gets. This is a very confusing metaphor. To make it even more complicated, make sure you don't score a turkey. That's a good thing in bowling. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, I'm playing golf rules, so. <laughs> Four, get off the lane. <laughs> That what that man spinning round and round with two bowling balls in his hands? Yeah, we shot him. He's dead. <laughs> but after he scored half the ladies in the plates and then hit half the pins. Oh. So to be fair, that's actually pretty in character for this guy. <laughs> it it is pretty good, and that's the kind of topical uh, topical lies slash jokes that I like to bring to this show. OGT <laughs> are all lies jokes, and are all jokes lies. This is a this is a level of philosophical debate I'm not willing to get into. However, <laughs> after the theme music, yes. Oh, okay. Hello and welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that sounds like most men I know. I'm Paul Knockers. I'm Crackadon. It is the calm before the storms here at OGT. Uh, recommendations Ooh. month is behind us. Stay from season ahead. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you and Cody Abilene. Yay. The best man. <laughs> the best man I've ever known. Best man at my wedding. <laughs> he shot half the people. Well, he tried to shoot half the people. And then he had sex with my wife to be. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. yeah. Wife to be, though. Wouldn't have touched her when she was married. Spoiled goods, <laughs> he said. Horrible man. <laughs> I only touched spoiled goods, he said. <laughs> uh. He's licking an old baked bean tin full of tuna. <laughs> Cutting his gums up pretty bad. <laughs> to render a real horror show. <laughs> what a horrible situation. But don't worry, <laughs> you're not there. You're here with us, heading Aww. down the history hole on board the Malibu Express 1985. <laughs> Meet Cody Abilene, a private eye with an adoring public. He's an undercover operator. Hi, I'm May, and this is my friend Faye. With a knack for getting at the bare facts. Yeah. This is the Countess, a government agent with her own special skills. And together, they're both headed for danger on the Malibu Express. Choo-choo, tug-tug-tug. Boat. <laughs> chugga, 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 chugga. We haven't even left yet. <laughs> so this was going to be the new quick thing. Um, I have a box set of Andy Sedaris mm. movies by Mill Creek Entertainment, collecting mm. all 12 of his Guns, Girls, and G-Strings movies. I love the fact that they distinguish between girls and G-Strings. Look, some oh. girls wear G-Strings and some don't. It's a classic <laughs> dichotomy. We got both. <laughs> We've got both. Don't you worry. <laughs> Cater for all tastes here. <laughs> Oh, God. In which he pits scantily clad Playboy bunnies against cartoonish villains. But, worried that we would be experiencing the same movie 12 times, and before having experienced what one of those was like, um, I decided that we can't have that. This isn't a Halloween episode, after all. Mm. So, uh, 
Yeah, instead I opted for sweating bullets. <laughs> but I couldn't resist the chance for us to get a glimpse of some girls' gullets and butt wear. So here we are, with the first of his Triple G movies, Malibu Express 1985. Make tracks for the Malibu Express. Yay. Yeah, and obviously now <laughs> for the next 10 weeks we're doing nothing but watching these. Yeah, yeah. Now hard pivoting. <laughs> this is the podcast now, is the Andy Sadaris retrospective. S- the Sadaracast. The Star- Sadaracast. <laughs> it's pretty good. And it's all I believe in now. Uh, the so film stars Darby Hinton as the best man ever, and four Playboy Playboy playmates, as far as I can see. Though the trailer claims five, maybe Darby had a sideline. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me think. The 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 maid, the the race car lady. Not the maid. Not the maid. Okay, race car lady. Other lady that worked at the racetrack. Yeah. The cop. Uh, maybe. I don't know how the two neighbors play into this. Okay, Sybil Danning. No. Never well, she, a playmate. She, well, she could have stayed been. out of Hugh Hafner's sticky hands. Yeah, Hugh Hafner. But I'll tell though. you what, the ma- Hugh Hafner, anyone's game. Uh, tell you about the maid though. Not mm. a Playboy playmate. In fact, Robin Hilton, who played the mayor's busty secretary in Blazing Saddles. Oh, that's oh. lovely. <laughs> Look, she was a busty secretary. She was a busty secretary, I, and that's you know I I, I don't want to say that's why. Um, Blazing Saddles man. What's his name? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. That's not Melton why Brooks. Mel Busting Saddles Brooks um, hired her, but you know, it could have could have been an advantage. It was a bonus. He he, he realised he hired her on, on strength of a voice alone, because it was good. Yeah. It and was then he took good. one look at her and he said a line out of an Andy Sidaris movie. <laughs> he took one look at her and was like, you know what, I'm going to change this character so it's no longer a, a medieval knight instead. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to change the whole movie. <laughs> it's a western now. <laughs> pew, pew. Slim Pickens is like, what? <laughs> well, this ain't the period costume drama I signed up for. And he wandered off. Well, this ain't can... a darn tootin' medieval mystery. <laughs> Get out of here, Slim Pickens. You're insane. You're literally insane. <laughs> I signed up for the name of the rose, motherfucker. <laughs> so, now, I hate resorting to IMDb trivia for info on this podcast. However. It's an un- unattributed, sourceless wasteland. But... I have to include this because even though I can't back it up or find out anything more about this, it makes sense and it totally checks out. Okay. The roles of the bodybuilder goons mm-hmm. were originally going to be played by the Barbarian Brothers <sighs> from the Barbarians. I, I think even if it isn't true, it is true. <laughs> it is. It, it's, it totally makes all of the sense that there is. However, it continues, on mm. the first day of shooting, and it still checks out, the Barbarian Brothers did not show up. They had forgotten what day the shoot started and went to choir practice instead. And Cyrus <clears throat> recast them the next day. Still completely checking out. Still believable. And it says something <laughs> true about them and the whole industry. It's like it's like the um, con- it's like the Continental in John Wick. Just, just yeah. this underbelly, this law that we, the, the mortals, are only privy to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the law of burly men. What a life. I'm trying, to th- <laughs> trying to think who the other Playboy bunnies were. <laughs> that it really, it doesn't add up. That's what's maddening about this whole thing. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. He, oh, it's the two. Yeah, the two. Yeah, the two girls next door. Oh. Two girls next door. Cop lady. Um, busty racetrack girl. Although maybe not. She might the, actually have been just a busty actor. Well, there were two. There were two racetrack girls. Uh, so. There was well, there was uh, there was busty one, raced, and then there, and then was, there the, was photographer, the driver. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yes. Yes, there was. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. There we go. There's a lot of busty ladies in this. Um it's like if Ross Meyer hadn't retired into disgrace. Into disgrace. He wasn't disgraced <laughs> when he retired. He retired so that he could disgrace himself, did Ross Meyer. Um and just yeah, continued on into the eighties. And it's wonderful. Um, not much in the way of legitimate reviews, but the Grindhouse oh. Cinema Database says, despite the tongue-in-cheek humour, there's a certain right-wing chauvinism to the writer-producer-director's cocktail of hard bodies, heavy artillery, and expensive automobiles that seems as vulgarly dated now as the bleach-blonde mullets and frizzy perms that the actresses sport, in quotation. <laughs> and he said, okay. is indeed the Hugh Hefner of low-budget action movies. Yeah. I like the idea of making fun of this movie for chauvinism and then putting actresses in quotation marks. Yeah, I know. Nice. Well, a different, different breed altogether film critics allowed to do what they want. Oh, they're mavericks. Just call Ooh. someone a horsey ex-model. Dogs, <laughs> dogs are female. Um, Wait a minute. Roger Ebert, get out of here. <laughs> um, also, this reviewer didn't factor in sporting trends in Australia or in the UK because mullets are back. Uh, they're apparently here to stay. It doesn't matter. Uh, everyone can just go fuck themselves told. and die. <laughs> Excellent. Well, wonderful. This is a very good trend, and I'm glad that that's the part of this review that aged poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Meanwhile, you come here for the hot takes for the for the left the the curveballs. Oh, <laughs> mullet's left wing. Oh God, <laughs> what a disastrous turn of affairs for all of us. Oh Christ. Well, public meanwhile thought it didn't have to be good, just fast. Fuck yeah. Ida uh, Mike over IMDb says, mm-hmm. stands as a record of, of a more ignorant and yet more laid back time. <laughs> now, are those two things synonymous? <laughs> I mean, the the ignorant are surely allowed to get away with their ignorance more in a laid back time. In, in a society that is more laissez-faire, um, if somebody's ignorant, you just go, ah, oh, he's he, free, free to die yeah. in a pit of filth. I hate him so much. <laughs> I have just remembered the uh, January... Um, whatever date it was, sixth uh, things. Oh, and I yeah. remember that, oh yeah, actually, you can be not laid back and ignorant. I'd rather yeah. you be laid back and ignorant. Let's all just chill out. I feel like whether you're dumb or smart, if you're just more laid back, you're less likely to storm the capital. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's more of a Venn diagram uh, rather than a, a correlation. <laughs> there's a, there's a bunch, of, bunch of ignorant and, uh, and de-ignorant people uh, <laughs> using... Um, who are laid back and i guess yeah. there's probably there's a sweet window of of knowledge or non-knowledge that allows for that and <laughs> yeah and, but... and too much knowledge or too little and you're anyone's you're game yeah mate. enough knowledge to know that you don't know everything but also enough stupidity to not be upset about that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then to look at other people become... other smart people and go oh, that's that seems tiring and then you become cody Ab- abilene or whatever his name was the hero we need <sighs> the hero we all needed Couple of interesting two men, well, hey, but no three men. We are getting Sybil Danning closer, though, and something tells me she might come back at some stage. Yeah, <laughs> so long as I have some control over this programming here, and we have uh. have established that you do. <laughs> the film has four point eight on IMDb, eighty six percent on Google. <laughs> yeah, the only platforms that Andy Sedaris would give a fuck about anyway. So, Paul, you <laughs> kimasabi. Um, tits. <laughs> You'd help any woman in distress, wouldn't you? Oh, you, you know, I would. And uh, I want to help all the women out there just by explain, explaining that my, my tits there was a, a reference to a line, not just me wantonly dropping the word titties. Uh, yeah, for shock As I do value. on the daily. Off mic. On mic. Out of here, Ricky Gervais. I'm even more of a gentleman. It's just a word, Paul. It doesn't mean anything. 
Except it does. <laughs> it's all abstract. Yeah. As are other people's feelings. When you're a psychopath, uh. anything can be abstract. <laughs> Anything's possible when you're a psychopath. <laughs> oh, God, Matthew Broderick's back. <laughs> well, speaking of psychopaths, the movie starts with Freddy Krueger loading the credits onto her Atari. And uh, it occurs to me, even the credits are a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the 28th Playboy Bunny used in the filming. <laughs> Ten of them were used to lay the road of bones that they race the cars over. <laughs> Jesus. It was a really rough shoot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we meet the greatest man ever. Mustache first. <laughs> <laughs> Mustache forms a shadow that darkens our world. Uh, and, and then dramatic entrance. And then in comes Cody Abilene. He's a big man with a big tash and he's got a big gun with a big oh. attachment. And, yeah, uh, he keeps his gun in a fur-skinned briefcase. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, and I have misconceptions about... Um, what this film's going to be like. And he, he goes in and he goes, yeah, load of the target, make it move yeah. bigly to suit me. Big star. Yeah. And he misses every shot. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't quit your day job, buddy, as a PI mustache owner and sex haver. Those two are very closely related in general. Certainly ten, in the 80s ten, they were. Oh boy, you better bet. Um, there's a lot of bluegrass playing. Uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. And two and two uh, minutes into the film, as I'm already reeling, uh, Cody Abilene takes out a dictaphone and goes, hey, <laughs> this dictaphone makes everything sound like it was recorded in a booth. So I've yes. got, uh, I can't think of anything better than to relay my story and my opinions on yeah. this as I drive. Because even though there's a fair amount of visual storytelling on display, very much like Hitchcock, Andy Sedaris is going to reinforce his visual storytelling by having Mustache explain everything into a dictaphone. I'm just testing my new little tape recorder I got. They say all private investigators need one so they can keep a record of their daily routines. I hope my days are never routine. Like today, I went out and watched my old friend June Knockers, spelled with an H, test her race car. God, she's got some great moves. Started at the pistol range. I went over and hit the target. Well, at least I hit the board that held the target. But but not necessarily, only 50% of the time important plot points. <laughs> Sometimes he'll, it's he'll just... make sure you're caught up. You yeah. know. Oh boy, I hate drinking milk. Tell you what. <laughs> um... <laughs> Look at her. She sure is good. Anyway, um, we do <laughs> experience our first set of boobs, though. Dynamite. What do you think, Cody? They're dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, dynamite. Um, but after visiting some boobs, he goes back to his excellent yacht moorings <laughs> with a hilarious entrance to it, uh, mm-hmm. themed around his mother's death. And yeah, it's his dot da- is his daddy's yacht where he lives, and the mm. dad is off fucking an entire crew of women in the middle of the ocean. Genuinely, yeah. Oh no, we get our next set of boobs and butt because Magnum takes a shower. Uh, but whilst he's in there, two babes break into his yacht to have sex with him. Happens what all a the time. Oh no, not again. It does happen all the time to this guy. Um, he's amazing <laughs> as long yeah. as he doesn't have to shoot anyone. Yeah, or or, or oh, yeah. fight, or do any you know do anything manly. He's he's a weekend warrior, basically. Paul the uh, <laughs> oh no, the McNamara would hate this guy. McNamara's that's it. I was going to call them the Dragon Twins. <laughs> well, actually, rightly so. Actually, could you call us the Dragon Twins? No, they're going to kick my ass now. <laughs> oh god! In a film, <laughs> we're going to write you in. Fuck all that. Sybil Downing bursts into the movie. Holy For shit! A here powerful she is. edit. Here she fucking is. She's visiting Harry Dean Dalton. Who's uh, in the same yacht club as Magnum Mustache, our main character. And he's worried that the Russians are stealing computer secrets. What movie is this? (laughs) Home Alone 3. (laughs) Computer secrets as well. 
Lady Chamberlain is involved somehow, so go and infiltrate her oh, manor. Jesus. Take There'll Magnum some... with you. <laughs> Take this douchebag I live near with you. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at a thing he said back then, so uh, here we go. I think he's perfect for this. No, but, well, why can't I do it? Well, we know why you can't do it. Just look at you. Look at your love. You're simple <laughs> fucking damning. You're simple fucking damning, motherfucker. Turns out she's going to have done so much. Meanwhile, back at the boobs, uh, the two neighbors are tussling around and giggling, you know, doing all the things that women tend to do when they're alone and naked together, which is always, I bet. Always, probably, yeah. Smearing each other in chocolate. <laughs> Cleaning up the chocolate. That's why, it takes, that's why they spend so long in the bathroom, am I right, 90s comedians? <laughs> am I right, 90s comedians and men from now? <laughs> all men from now are 90s comedians. It's a sorry state of affairs. So... Yeah, Magnum sets out to meet Danning, who nearly gets dressed for their date. <laughs> She's, she brought her own clothes, but Andy Sedaris had other ideas. <laughs> Found some gauze. Suit of armour. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I could have sworn this was a fucking medieval drama. <laughs> no, that was Blazing Saddles, and this is completely different joke. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God, I'm confused. I said, Danning. God, I don't know what joke I'm in anymore. So, yes, Mustache is involved with the caper now. And he'll drive his DeLorean straight over to Bel Air if the playmates next door will stop bothering him for sex. Ah, the Reagan era. Bloody hell, I'm sick of it, mate. <laughs> sick of being told how great I am at sex. Um, <laughs> at this point, does some does some hillbillies turn up? Yes, the Buffingtons show up at this stage. Yep. I'm heading up to Bel Air now and... Oh, no. Not the Buffington family. We got you now, boy. We're going to tear you a new butt. Yeah. With what? <laughs> With my son's little white Pontiac over there. Yeah. With that little thing, the sports car is going to eat you up. You think your car's fast? Wait till you see what this one is. 30 years ago at Charlotte, my daddy beat old P.L. Buffington here in a stock car race. He's been mad at our whole family ever since. There's a drag race in which he loses because I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Um, doesn't just lose, he totals his car as well. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll never get to 88 miles an hour now. <laughs> I won't be able to go back to a time when this look worked. <laughs> what time Correct. is that, Mr. McNamara? You're not Mr. McNamara. <laughs> it just feels Thank like fuck. he is. We know you're not Mr. Ma- McNamara. Either one. And I tell He's you the what, third Paul, McNamara. the line that joke was, that look never went out of fashion. It's, it's Ah, oh, shit, it's son. Mint. Hang on a Timeless. minute. Your, your mustache falls off for feeling a larger mustache. And it's you. <laughs> That explains it. Damn it. Oh, Christ. Yes, so he gets a new car and heads over to Lady Chamberlain's house so that he can help Sybil Danning to find out what happened to the microchips that... No, the the computer secrets that the Russians have stolen. Yeah. And we meet a lot of characters there. Oh, we meet a heck of a lot of characters, Paul. Not least of all Julie Haggerty, Lady Chamberlain. Julie Haggerty is very good. What did I have her as? Vanessa Redgrave. No, she's Julie Haggerty. That's that's absolutely who she is. You're Julie Haggerty now, mate. You're You're Julie Haggerty, love. Uh, there's Shane, uh, the waiter, yeah. who I thought looked like a buff Eamon Holmes. <laughs> Buffman Holmes. Buffman Holmes. Uh, Peter Laurie, the cuck. Uh, his wife, Christina Applegate, Christina mm-hmm. Banana Gate, uh, who's hey, having it off like... with buff Eamon Holmes, by the way. Oh. Uh, Margot Kidder, Margot Kidding. Margot. Margot, fuck yourself. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we came up with the first, fuck you, Ben Affleck. <laughs> and instigators of that plot. This film was set before Argo, therefore. It wasn't set before... Yeah, I think it was. No, it wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> it was know. made 
it was made before. Therefore, the joke that we made on it is original. <laughs> Phew, got out of that one. Anyway, we've met all the family. Anyway, enough of this anger for Christy shit. It's time to head for the gym till I fuck everyone. <laughs> right, have I got my workout gear? Yes. Do I have a can of beer? Yes. <laughs> all right. And a, a piece of exercise equipment to lean on whilst I stare <laughs> at all the women. It's a good thing ladies love this specific thing because uh, <laughs> he's he's doing very well. He's macking on yes. to a cop. Oh, they don't yes. give you any time off, do they? Except for blowies. <laughs> yeah, Buff Eamon goes and has some eventually consensual sex with Margot Kidding. Margot, fuck yourself. I mean, that's the 80s way. That was the 80s way. And uh, he managed to get a sneaky picture of the two of them using his very discreet 80s camera. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> I never would have seen that. So he's not done, though. He bloody goes off and has, has a go at Banana Gate as well and yeah. activates a super discreet 80s camcorder. <laughs> a 10-man crew. <laughs> oh, hang on, love. Hang on, love. Got to rewind it. John, can I get a bit more light? A bit more light, John. <laughs> <laughs> can we get a fluffer uh, in here don't need a fluffer <laughs> we don't need one alright alright mate get the fluffer um yeah go fuck uh nope yeah Margot fuck yourself takes go fuck um... yourself mate oh. <laughs> end of podcast Margot fuck yourself takes Magnum to meet evil businessman and his yes. posse of enforcers Matthew Mark and Luke actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> great Lingus formerly and... the barbarian twins Lingus. yeah uh, yes, and he sends his stacked goons after mustaches. But don't worry. You saw the strength of that mustache. Magnum's going to be, oh, shit. They beat the shit out of him and took his car. Beat the fuck out of him. And, and <laughs> the, the the head of that little gang of cronies, Ray Winston, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. does, does a scream as he leaves. The odd one out. Unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ray Winston in King Arthur. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christ. Ray Winston is Beowulf. <laughs> Yeah, fortunately, he can just walk out of frame and find an attractive woman to help him out. So he's he's fine. He'll get a new car. Yeah, he's, he's all right. Look, he's got one already. Look. Yeah. There is a potentially uncomfortable moment where he follows Peter Laurie Cuck to a drag club. Yeah. Where it's revealed he's a drag performer. But fortunately, it turns out to be kind of a badass who stands up to Buff Eamon Holmes and doesn't give a single fuck about anything that's going on. Yeah. He's kind and, of my uh, hero. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and he looks amazing, and as yep. as um, Cody Abilene points out, looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, great. <laughs> so legs. he's cool with it as well. <laughs> I don't believe this one. Stewart has just turned into the most gorgeous woman. Love that dress. Thank you. Like, huh? Yeah, you great legs. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. What a day I had. Really? Let me tell you about it. Come on. Tell me. I knew he was different, but wow. It's so, it's all very positive, I think, but we'll and see. I, and I Nell comes in and sees I'm watching this movie <laughs> with headphones on, and I go, "No, it's actually I think it's pretty cool and kind of self-effacing." And then uh, it turned to somebody with with big oiled-up breasts, yeah, uh, <laughs> big brass butt sticking in yeah. your face. There's a party, and Sybil Downing is here in a scarf oh. that is charitably described as a dress. I have no complaints. Uh, Donald Trump is also here to collect money from Buff Eamon. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know I was here? We've run the catering service. It's not as intimidating as you think, mate. <laughs> How did you get in here? Clean the toilets. <laughs> I had to suck off a guard. Wait, I'm the guard. That's, That's true. Right. <laughs> That's true, oh, and I know God. your secret, big cock. <laughs> no, I can't have this getting out. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, I'm in a, in a real bind. I'll do anything, anything to get out of it. 
So Buffet is in a bind, yes, because the guy he sucked off. And he's trying to blackmail the family for the uh, money, using mm. all of the sex footage he's managed to collect on almost the entire household. Um, but the problem is they're all so fucked up slash awesome, it's kind of hard to blackmail anyone. Is <laughs> anyone else here fucking this guy? And like everybody sheepishly puts their hands up. Yeah. Oh, didn't think this all the way through. I came up with the Damn. first step. Just fuck everyone. <laughs> Fuck everyone, question mark, profit. <laughs> <laughs> the Andy Sedaris method. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it doesn't matter, yeah. though, because somebody stabs him in the fucking stomach. He's oh, but oh, shit. Yeah. He manages to take a picture of his killer with a very discreet 80s Surreptitious. camera. <laughs> Where did they get these from? Japan? <laughs> They're so small. Here, I'm going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> In his dying moments, he twirls about with his TV and jumps through a window. An Irish thing. <laughs> As we all wish we could. <laughs> die the way you die, live, mate. Die the way you live. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Abilene just opens his mouth and uh, Julie Haggerty shakes her head. Julie Don't. Haggerty's just in the pool and just hears off screen. <laughs> Morning, Shane. <laughs> Shane, could you get that? <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, the next day, Danning and Mustaches are um, hanging about the pool when they find his dead body. Oh, yeah. no, they make out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Just... <laughs> oh, dear. Ah, <laughs> oh, he does get the film roll, though, the one that has yeah. the picture of the killer on it. And he mm. calls another one of his contacts, a lady at the phone sex company who also controls every phone. <laughs> really enjoy being on me. My nipples are even hard just talking to you. Get on the horn and get the police over here to the Chamberlain house as soon as possible. It's a homicide. God. I wish you could come through this phone right now. Yeah, look, just call the police, all right? I'll talk to you later. Tell you, mate, it's John Wick. It's a beautiful... It is John Wick. But instead of, instead of everybody wanting to kill John Wick, everyone wants to suck his balls. <laughs> God, be seeing you. <laughs> and oh, then God. I'll take it off and then I'll run my tongue... <laughs> She's busy. Just... Hello, I'm trying to get services. <laughs> oh God, aren't you John Wick? What? Who's John Wick? <laughs> Fuck, I'm so I'm so sorry. What are you wearing? <laughs> Do you look like Keanu Reeves? A little bit. Everyone does in this world. <laughs> Beautiful world. Magnum leaps with his uh, sexy cop from the gym. Here are the nicknames. Uh, Kabimbo. That's not very nice. No. no. Sharon. Turner and- Sharon Bones. T- Turner and Cooch. That's worse. Much worse. <laughs> worse. I uh, unless- You know how. Unless- Unless that's referring to the men. <laughs> Maybe. You know how Dirty Harry's full name is Harry Callah- Callahan? Oh, yeah. Uh, Harry Sallyan? That's a, that's a thing. That's kind of clean. You that's know, that's clean. Girl's that's, name. that's wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. well, we'll call, we're working police officer lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Police officer person who happens Sorry. to be an awesome, a gorgeous lady. with massive <laughs> Police norms. officer person, gorgeous lady. Um, <laughs> well, well, they... Uh, yeah, they they get together so that he can make use of her contacts and get to the bottom of this mystery. Now they fuck. Yeah. And now <laughs> he fuck. really makes use of her contacts. <laughs> so to speak. Uh oh. But that does allow him to find um, Eamon Holmes's sketchy but very discreet filming operation. <laughs> There's a uh, fucking but- satellite spinning in the middle of his room. <laughs> <laughs> I think the upper hand. <laughs> oh, some bad guys attack and he Harry, it, Harry, our guy tries to shoot him but he sucks so he tries there's a, play, there's a playboy bunny here who's much more competent than he is yeah. so she shoots them 
after he's done yelling, quick, get out of the way! <laughs> and then missing them. <laughs> so yeah, she takes, she takes down them all and there is a very good uh, yeah. payoff for that whole scene later. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught it with somebody going, be yeah. careful, this guy took out... <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's actually one of my quick fires oh, that they gave her the benefit of the doubt because they were such sexists. They assumed that he must have done it yeah. and not the gorgeous woman he was porking. Oh, Bobby. God. Amazing. So, oh, yes, God. he races the Buffingtons again and fucks up another car. Just... <laughs> Might as well mention that. Who is this man? He's amazing. He decides to... <laughs> what is life? And he decides to go home for the first time in months. And the two sexy neighbours have just been waiting there in their underwear, patiently waiting for him. Having to clean off and reapply fresh chocolate. <laughs> so many times. Do you know how hard it is? The, 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 the stress it puts on our skins, our young skins. <laughs> Do you, know, you don't know the horrors I've been through. You ever tried to, gr- to clean stale chocolate off your best mate's tits? I didn't think so. <laughs> Don't know you were born, son. <laughs> anyway, so, we're here yeah. still, if you want us. But they better watch out, though, because Peter, Paul, and Ringo are here to kill one of th- kill them. One at a time, they're going to come in. <laughs> um, yeah, and after an awkward but amazing encounter, they escape. It's it's very good. He shoots uh, Ray Winston's ear. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. As a warning. Oh, fuck it out, son. Oh, me fucking ear. Me fucking ear. A warning to the other ear. <laughs> Oh, it hurts worse than when I've got my, my uh, babe ba- rabbiting on in it. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I couldn't gear shift to Cockney quick enough. I'm too busy in the Malibu Express. <laughs> too busy with that uh, pitch perfect Malibu accent. Been <laughs> I've been exporting this entire time. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking Malibu. Am I right? <laughs> According to the head bad guy, yes. That's exactly <laughs> how Malibu folk talk. <laughs> oh Christ! So yes, uh, I'm having accomplished nothing. They get away in that caddy, though. Ooh, damn. Ooh, caddy's yeah. another word for bum. <laughs> he speaks to Detective Sally Han, uh, mm-hmm. the hot cop, uh, and then his hot okay. phone operator girlfriend. Uh, yes. All whilst trying to ignore those two hot topless neighbors he has, and then manages to get his hot race car girlfriend to set up a date with a female photographer. I wonder what she'll be like. <laughs> oh God. And it's amazing that the race car friend's even doing this stuff for him because at the beginning of the movie, when when he said goodbye to them, he gave her a good, yeah. you know, a nice kiss on the lips, and then he turned around and Frenched the lady next to her, um, <laughs> clearly showing that he was more into her. Yeah. But just you, you know, I mean, getting back into a car together. You, just, you can't resist this fucking guy. Uh, Tom, can't. Tom, Dick, and Harry unfortunately attack whilst they're trying to get yeah. this film developed. Almost immediately, he just gets a picture of the killer and then spends the whole movie trying to get developed whilst hot women and assassins come after him. <laughs> and he and he gets through it about as scathed as you'd like. <laughs> they injure Detective Sallyan, Harry Sallyan, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we get a light-hearted tit joke, and then a child is murdered. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Um, quick. <laughs> Whoops. Um, then a running joke is established for me that the two the two other goons are kind of horrified that Ray Winston likes to shoot so yeah. much. <laughs> they just really are not on board with him and his methods. Damn! I don't believe it. just got a friggin' kid. The son of a bitch is a madman. I just like I like being muscly, right? <laughs> the bad guys get into a helicopter and chase after our heroes in a race car and the race car girlfriend gets turned on and keeps trying to sleep with him is that kid really dead <laughs> i'm trying to just, enjoy the just, antics but <laughs> just to reiterate it is it is hard hard to get it up after that kid was shot in the chest <laughs> oh you're all talk uh, that malibu accent so yeah there's a chase through the desert on a car with no name 
um, where the music winds down way before the chase does. <laughs> that's, that's genius, mate. Roger Deakin spitting feathers. <laughs> they managed to beat the bad guys using awkward editing and boobs, uh, which included hitting a guy, setting him flying through the air and having him land on a grenade he had in his pocket and exploding. Yeah, and then there was a line, um, I told him he shouldn't... Uh, Carry live grenades. Yeah. He should but, cool it with the grenades. But was that mentioned in the movie? Yes, he, he earlier okay. on he tried to get a grenade out and, and Peter or Paul uh, like grabbed his hand and was like, no man. Okay. Yeah. No so man, did bring have... bank vault. <laughs> it's not a good way to get out of here. I want my money. I want my Malibu money. <laughs> get out of my way, you bum. <laughs> Babe. Oh God, yeah. Cop lady's fine, by the way. Everyone who gets shot in this is fine. The guy who with the grenade is fine. He'll show up at a hospital later, except the kid. Except for that kid. He's dead. And, <laughs> He's uh, fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, and he was five days away from retirement. <laughs> As a kid. They also, <laughs> they also got a, win- a lift from the Winnebago couple from one of the Texas Chainsaws. Which one? Oh, fucking. I don't care. Jesus. Um, yeah. Bring that he shit I've, in here. He eye fucks her and then is very, very vocal about her massive boobs. <laughs> yeah. I think that actually is Andy Sedaris, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. In my head, he just looked like Andy Dick. So uh, <laughs> we can all change, hope this changes everything. Oh God! Yeah. Well, yeah. He go- he goes to Guy Business Evil's place, where he's having a dance party with several sexy ladies. These are my clients. clients the one over there yeah. is with the pointy boobs. Is the minister for agriculture? <laughs> Which country? I don't know. This is America. <laughs> all of them. Uh, Margot Ki- Margot Fuck Yourself is also here. Remember her? And uh, our nickname oh, has yes. made her much more memorable than the movie did. Yeah. Well, she's got a big part to play, Paul, because Mustache yeah. uh, says she she did it. And to prove it, yeah. look, she brings out an old stocking uh, from his pocket. <laughs> if, I, if I put the stocking over her face and then bring out this picture, you can clearly see that it's obviously fucking her. And there's no need for the stocking. <laughs> or so you think, because anyway. it's dictaphone time. And, oh, uh, and shit. Cody Abilene has... Has a bit of exposition to, to give us from the studio. Both Liza and Jonathan were arrested. Case closed, right? Not so. I'd made a mistake. The next morning, I invited everyone involved to meet me on my boat. It, it's time to unravel this whole... Oh shit, it's the Bilkingtons back. Yeah, we need to we need to solve this murder, but fuck it. Let's wrap up this inexplicable racing subplot. But he's ahead of them this time because he's put rockets in his car? Put rockets in his car, which is cheating according to them for some reason. Um, just because <laughs> because they're lunatics. And this is the next time that Nell comes in and sees me watching this on my headphones. <laughs> and she she looks at me as if to say, What? And and, and I and I I laugh and I cry. <laughs> and I and I say, I think we should get married. And she says, No. <laughs> oh, does that mean we're broken up? No. Yeah. She then she left. She went back out to finish brushing her teeth. <laughs> Love that. How is it that? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful woman. Uh, speaking of wonderful woman, he calls his, he calls his phone sex woman again, who seems capable of organising all of the main characters to be on a boat so he can do his prowo bit. Oh, God. She drove that and boat, it... she went and picked every single one of them, falls out. <laughs> all was doing filthy talk and boat metaphors the whole time. That's what I meant in the quickfire about the boat sex jokes. I couldn't remember who does them, but obviously it's the fucking... A phone operator who is often dressed appropriately for the situation that our main character finds himself in. <laughs> what is this universe? I love it. Oh, I want to be in it all the time. Oh, I do. I want to live here. But it turns out that Sybil Downing did it and then fled. Yeah, but she Thanks did it for the... for good reasons. 
Yes, and she managed to do it thanks to the simple application of a fake wax face and a ridiculous plan. And uh, yeah, she did it to protect this family of weirdos. Yeah. Oh, Which I can you get what, behind. Yeah. Um, guy business evil is uh, still evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's, he's in jail for selling secrets to the Russians like Donald Trump did. And yeah, we get a montage of all the boobs we've seen so far into Cult of Our Heroes fetching smile. Aww. A fine ass country song plays and I long for this to be the franchise. And that's the end of Andy Sedaris film. Yeah, he comes out Lars von Trier style, but he doesn't say anything. He just jiggles his butt. <laughs> oh, shit, he had the big juicy brasses butt goes, the whole time. And now there's something for the ladies. Malibu style. <laughs> oh, Christ. So that was that was Malibu Express. Yeah. Mate, what you, would you think of that? Oh, I thought that was fun and, yeah. and awesome. And uh, yeah, I feel great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Oh, God, yeah. Really didn't drag at all. Just constantly weird shit going on. Yeah. Go- going into it, I thought I, I I had an idea of what this film was going to be. Mm. And it's uh, it's what everybody imagines this film is going to be, I expect. Um, <laughs> and usually, every other time you watch something like this, you'd be correct in thinking that's what this movie was yeah. going to be like. Um, yeah. I'm not conjugating my verbs properly, uh, which is just <laughs> how much I love this film. Because uh, yeah. c- straight away, you know, he drives away in the car and the camera yeah. goes, here are some butts. Look at them butts. <laughs> And then he goes off yeah. to the, the shooting range and missed, doesn't hit the target. And, yeah. and, and it's just that all the time. So it, it is very tongue-in-cheek. And it feels <laughs> so self-effacing, having a hero yeah. that is a kind of... It, it's, it's, he has a bit of that Inspector Gadget or Hong Kong fooey. <laughs> um, well, like, I guess he, ugh, there are other like, actual classic... <laughs> uh, like well, he's Philip Marlowe. He's totally yeah. Philip Marlowe. He's yeah. you know bad at most things, constantly down on his luck, but women yeah. find him irresistible. Yeah. Um, but he does yeah. also he does also have a, a, a brilliant uh, inquisitive mind uh, at the end of the movie. <laughs> yes, like Marlo. <laughs> there we go. So 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 yeah, it it is very endearing and it's very engaging. Yes. Even though the, the the universe that he occupies is a thirteen year old's wet dream. Yes. <laughs> the, the guy himself is so fucking charming, and the fact that I don't know if this was just my cut and you get a special version for the DVD port, but I didn't have any actual nudity. It was just. Um, everyone was scantily oh. clad. I got a lot of fucking nudity, my man. A lot, of, like a lot of nips. Yeah, okay. you really didn't get any nips. No, every everyone had bikinis on. That terrifies me. I have no idea how you would go about editing this movie to not have tits in it. Was there maybe there was a different a different? Was there a moment where some guy says this car is the tits, and then she says no, these are the tits, and pulls her top off? Oh my god! I tell you, this car is tits. This car's tits. Oh yeah? Well, that car's tits. Then what are these? I'm, I'm sh- like, I had that moment, but she showed up her, her bare breasts. I don't remember. I don't remember the bare breasts. Hang on a minute. This has got to be investigated, my man. What about the car chase? It was. It was very weirdly cut. <laughs> Oh no! She was constantly topless in the car chase. I, I think that she was in whenever she was in. There were shots of her in the car. She was nearly fully clothed. That's so, insane! How did you watch this? Where was this version? Uh, YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Shit! I should have found you a, a dodgier link. <laughs> I'm just gonna find the uh, car chase moment. Well, how long is your? How long is the the actual copy? Uh, one hour forty one. Okay, mine's one hour thirty. <laughs> Cut out 11 minutes of... T- 
it's amazing. Oh my god, I want to watch this whole movie again with you. Let me just see if I can find the uh, car thing without getting every virus in the world. Oh, here we go, here we go. I'm going to share screen. Okay. This yeah. is like the whole car chase. Oh, wow. <laughs> but She's just I... like constantly trying to have sex with him whilst they're coming after yeah. them with the helicopter. No, I, and... I'm, I'm pretty sure I had that, but she was wearing clothes, so they must have had like... The, the, yeah. <laughs> CGI clothes on. Or they reshot it. So that... Or they made a TV version. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's incredible. Because yeah. the, the, yeah, the version I watched felt quite innocent. Uh, <laughs> so you didn't get the shower scene either. I, I mean, I may have gotten a weird version of the shower scene. I can't tell Hold you. On, that's there. Oh no, I didn't get that one. <laughs> okay. Well, this is fantastic news because this means this movie held up and kept you engaged without constant boobs in it. 11 minutes is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and, ridiculous and, and i mean that's that's the that's the thing i think yeah. that you'd be able to tell and i think you and i yeah you'd have those caveats when going into a movie like this of oh mm. yeah this is just boobs and, and nothing else but I, mm. I don't know what it is but yeah andy sadara style really did just bring something it really a really different. worked because here's the thing i did get constant boobs but the, and the movie is exploitation in as much yeah. as it is just giving you exactly what you expect constantly. But yeah. the thing is, you're absolutely right. There is a charm to this. There is mm. an incredible sense of charm because everybody seems to be having fun. Yes. You know, there's nothing miserable about the nudity in this. It's not like Trip with Teacher, you know, it's a kind of grisly, yeah. sort of horrible situation. Ugh. Everything's just a laugh. And yeah. even the bad guys are ridiculous. And you're right, it's, it feels like a 13-year-old's fantasy, and there's just something so incredibly charming about it. Mm. And, oh my god. Um, a, a brief note on production. Andy Sedaris's son, uh, Christian Jew Sedaris, is in the movie as the kid who gets shot. <laughs> okay. And his wife and usual producing partner, Arlene Sedaris, is also in the party scene. So, and she would go on to become, yeah, the producer of like all of his movies. So it's a family oh. industry. This fucking wow. thing. And there was a clip I will sample about him talking about the nudity in Sadaris' films. Um, here. Before we get to any more fun stuff, a lot of women that, that I've talked to don't like the idea that there uh, are women that don't have all their clothes on in films. They don't think, they think it's exploitive of women. They think it's something that shouldn't be done. And what is your answer to that? Well, I don't know why they think it shouldn't be done. These are some of the most beautiful women with the most beautiful bodies in the world. And um, if there's no problem with showing nudity at the Louvre, I don't see why there's a problem showing nudity on film. And the day I can't, I walk into a room and a man can't say you have great legs, I will be a very sorry feminist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Andy Sedaris' wife. <laughs> Nevertheless, I'm going to say that this movie is a big laugh. It it really is. Um, and, and the women are also competent. Like, weirdly yeah. competent at what they do. They're good at shooting. They're good at driving. They're good at, you know, in the next movie, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, which is the only one I've actually seen before this. Okay. Um, two uh, PIs who are also plane pilots. They're good at flying planes and being PIs. Okay. You know, our main guy is rubbish at everything. It's just, it's just really charming. Yeah, and it, and it could be seen as I don't know, like you could make a a very stingy sort of argument that it's lip oh, service sure. because obviously there's still all the exploitation. Yes. Um, no, absolutely. Look, what, nobody's going to be able to hold this up as a feminist masterpiece. No. It is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And it's if this if this still represented the totality of representation of women on screen, then we'd have a massive problem. But yeah. as a relic of its time and just 
a bit of fun. I think it's quite entertaining. I think so. I, I think know it's so. It's a good laugh. And a, a lot of the comedy comes from how ridiculous it is that the women are naked. And I feel like the movie definitely knows that. Mm. You know, I think it's so. self-aware. I think so. There's, yeah, I, I, I definitely got self-awareness from this. Andy Sedaris isn't a Neil Breen or a Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> no, he knows what he's making, well, along with his wife and son. <laughs> There's there's a lot there's a lot of freedom there because of um yeah. what's his name is it Stan the brother who who is yes. um who's a drag queen yes and... and I really thought that character was going to be just a chance to sort of drag on gay guys you know but it's really really quite yeah he's a, a pretty powerful character. character he's not in it much but when he is you really like the guy he's very charming yeah yeah very much so <laughs> yeah. um and and the lead guy likes him as well it's it's yeah. It's all there's there's and a in, fluidity to it all, which is kind of um, <laughs> whatever you're as well. into. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of an intoxicating universe, and I kind of do want to watch the other eleven Andy Sedaris girls, guns, and g-string movies just to see how consistent that is. Yeah, I absolutely want to watch them. Um, <laughs> I have to rewatch the, the rewatch the uh, blah, 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 blah. I have to rewatch this uh, in its entirety <laughs> as well, just so everybody knows <laughs> just to be how safe. shamefully turned on I was. <laughs> yes, you'll have to watch the boob cut that there is. <laughs> Release the boob cut. It's been released, Paul. DVDs. <laughs> Get all up in it. Yeah, but well, release it. Let's quick fire some of the best boobs. Okay. Because um <laughs> imagine if this was someone's first experience of this podcast. <laughs> and it's gonna be we someone's, very... I'm sure. Uh, it's absolutely gonna be someone's. Welcome. And uh yeah, we always comment on how good the boobs are. And you we have score to. We score a movie out of cups. Oh god, that feels real. I feel like somebody does that out there. <clears throat> as soon as I said that, I was like, someone does that. That's gross. Let's not let's not even joke <laughs> about it, but we will joke about it. Yeah, we'll joke about it a bit. And these quick fire. Quick fire. All the bluegrass stuff. The, the, the music, oh, the yeah. intro, um the the hillbilly drag racing, um that's also drag racing yeah. uh side ah. story. Just great. Yes. I just love that it was in there. It really made me laugh, <laughs> and it just yeah. just really tickled me. I yeah. just said the same. I just tautology there. <laughs> You've hit on a couple of things there. Uh, sorry, hit on a couple of things there. One of them was that one of the uh, the Budgingtons, or whatever the hell their name is, has a great line where he totals the car, and the, the dad is like, "Did you wreck the car? Did you wreck the car?" And the kid's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, it was worth it, boy. It was <laughs> worth it." <laughs> Amazing. And then, yes, in terms of music, I've got a lot of points on the music. Um, I love the sex music when um, yep. Shane is having sex with um, with someone. I can't remember who. It's the person I call Christina Applegate. So um, that's the wife. That's the wife of uh, oh, the okay. gay guy that she's she's regularly. She's regularly okay. having sex with him, and yeah, the sex music was pretty good. Music during uh, the racetrack gunfight yeah. was very good. <laughs> And uh, finally, the final country song, which includes such amazing lyrics as So don't ever think the cowboys are all gone Cause there's always 
buying him drinks while he's stealing your girl. Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, your best um, dame. I that that final song was very much a. Uh, and now Cody's finished the film and he's going <laughs> to Hawaii to meet Sybil Danning. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I love that. I love a I song that sings much. what's happening in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah. Snake Eyes! You know that song. <laughs> we all know it. Everybody. He's um, Nicolas Cage and he's got a gun. That's watch out, criminals, because Nick Cage is running. After oh shit, you. Gary Sinise breakdown. <laughs> My name is Gary. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Gary. Don't you tarry. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, uh, Ray Winston. I had I put down as Russell Crowe in my quickfires. Oh okay, uh, yes, um, that's good. <laughs> so so when they have their little fight with Cody, and he takes off yeah. his top and goes, "These hands are." Uh, Loaded weapons or whatever he says. Yeah. And then the two buff dudes take off their tops and he goes, ah, shit. And it's kind of, you know, it's fun. Again, it's self-effacing. Yeah. It's fun, which is also fun. And then um, they beat the shit out of him. And then yeah. as Cody's walking off, Russell Winston just goes, yeah. And it's yes. it's such a <laughs> crazed war cry. So it, yeah. it's it's so primal. It's, it's really intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know- just the madman on a train. <laughs> You know, it really does make such a big difference that he's so rubbish at so many things. Our main yeah. character. If you took this out and put in a standard like Hollywood leading male kind of yeah. role of just yeah. constantly right about everything and great at fighting and you know yeah. all the, the the kind of man the McNamara's wanted to be, it would yeah. be just way less innocent feeling, yeah. way less funny, and yeah. I feel like and that also, would make it much harder to take. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and also no stakes if. If, oh, yeah. if if in minute if five like the, the McNamara's are already beating up the dudes that bullied yeah. them in high school, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in an awkward fight scene. Um, okay, let's talk about some guns. We talked about the girls. Now let's talk about the okay. guns. Um, he carries a Dan Wesson Model 15 VH revolver, which is very interesting. You don't see okay. that in movies a lot. It's okay. a 357. He calls it a 44, but you know, it's kind of cute. He doesn't know what kind of gun he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and at one point, a high standard model 10A hot automatic shotgun gets deployed, which is, yeah, again, not a gun you see very often in movies. And an okay. automatic shotgun is a pretty cool little thing. So mm. there we, there's, there's your gun bits. Gun corner. From this, from this blokey podcast, I guess. <laughs> that was Paul Sott's gun corner, everybody. <laughs> He's a complex man. <laughs> Scary. I don't like it. <laughs> Scary like a screaming Ray Winston in your face. Prefer it when he talks about cheeseburgers, <laughs> but, but only mildly. Um, <laughs> less, only slightly less dangerous. Being like that, I'm going to talk about Shane. Okay. Oh um, fuck yeah, Shane. When when he's done macking on, I think it's Christina Banana Gate. Uh, yeah. She, and, and she goes, <sighs> "What did a guy like you do in jail?" Ate a lot of furniture, baby. It's just such a weird line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucked a hole in my mattress. I do have Shane's body as a quick fire because my god, oh, fucking dude, it, he's he's a big dude. Oh, 
I'm sorry, I just realized what I meant by when I wrote that. Yes, he's a big dude, he's got a good body, but I also meant his dead body because it's sprawled out on the floor like in a Family Guy-style pose, <laughs> having thrown himself through the window. Oh, God. It's very good. His death, um, his death was kind of sad because it was just so lonely and miserable. Yeah, it was, was considering s- what a great life he lived. Yeah. There <laughs> was just <laughs> fucking everyone and blackmailing him. Including fucking the brother, right? Yeah, I think so. That's heavily yeah. implied. Yeah. What yeah. a fucking weird, cool film. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of extras, let me finish off my extra stuff. All right. Um, so, oh, who is it who says... See to it that his ass leaves these premises. Yeah, and the rest of his body, too. I think it must be it's... Dr. Business Evil. Yeah, it's Evil McDougal, boss. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Um, yeah, New York guy I've written. I think it's. I think it is Ray Winston. Who at one okay. point just says, I just want to talk to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, why don't you pull over for a sec? I got to talk to you. Yeah, and fucking also on extras, just the guy, the the, the steward is his name, the gay one. Any mm. man who oh, negotiates yeah. his own blackmail while still applying his makeup and wig that he looks yeah. fucking great in is just a badass in my book. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I need 30 big ones right away. Well, it's blackmail. How would you like to go back to prison for another five years? Suppose I were to take this threat seriously, which I don't for a minute. To whom would I entrust the money? How much do you want? It's just, oh my god, you're yeah. so cool. Fucking um, power move. There's also a moment where a man pulls a knife on a man that he already has a gun on. I can't remember <laughs> where that is, but he's got yes. a gun on him and he just pulls out a knife. That was that was the guy who's chasing Shane for his money. Um, and right. He, and he, and oh, he, yes. Yeah, right. Switches out yeah. the gun for the flick knife. Um, yeah. The gun's still pointing at his his gut but it's it's yeah. really secondary it's more important that he's got the <laughs> knife out he goes now you now you get it up meaning the money or i'm gonna cut your fucking face <laughs> oh god my last extra i loved was um the the three guys who break into the um boat when yeah. one of them's been chased off by mustaches uh one of them stays behind to like search the place and sort of mm. hassle the girls a bit and he just keeps saying where is it man i'm trying to find it, it pisses me off and he keeps yeah. saying it pisses me off i want that film Where's this film at? I know it's in there somewhere. Damn it. That pisses me off. Where's it? Damn film. And then he, he turns to the women and says, you know. You sure you don't know where that film's no, at? No, I don't know what you're talking hey, about. You better not be holding out on me. I'll tell you right now. Because that pisses me off. Yeah, that was one of mine as well. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. So good. Really so good. funny. Really funny. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Well, the, the beginning of that scene... Um, uh, Cody goes back to his boat and goes through that weird little door that he's constructed and then in the foreground um, Malibu Ray Winston shows up and and, and yeah. directs the other two to follow him and it's just a cool yeah. little you know something going on in the background and then the subject of the scene comes up in the foreground it was very good yeah uh, <laughs> yes I, it, it was it was it was dynamic uh, god I'm, I'm going through these in a complete cack up all yeah, but um that's fine the it, yeah just the line steward has just turned into the most gorgeous woman <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it was, you know true as well as being cool yeah because he does look amazing <laughs> okay i'm gonna split girls into two things because i have too many in this list okay um that's very progressive of you <laughs> just labeled and lumped together as girls um at one stage uh, Matt, uh, Matt Namara. I don't know why I want to call him that. He is very Matt Namara esque, really. He's out doing something, and he just says, "I wonder how things are back at the Chamberlain place." And it just cut to one of the women just naked and thrusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Applegate. 
Uh, and it's okay. just a banana gate, and it's just, yeah, one amazing cut. <laughs> um, the lady's coming on to him with just such porn acting. At yeah. one stage, he just shows up at this lot, never met this woman before, and it's just like, I need the fastest thing on this lot. Sugar, I'm the fastest thing on this lot. Oh, mercy. And just immediately bears her chest. <laughs> like, she has just a shirt on, and it's just gone. And he replies, oh, mercy. <laughs> um, and that oh, ties into hell. a moment of that ties into a moment of his I really like. In fact, okay. I'll say that now. Um, yeah. He, he after that, after it's implied that he wearily had sex with this woman for a car, he gets back to his hotel and he gets out and he says, "Boy, that was really a horseshit trip to Palm Springs. I got my ass whipped, my borrowed car shot up, and I was raped." Yes. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of a rape joke, but that really caught me by surprise. And he mm. said it in such a lackadaisical way, and the situ- the scenario itself was so humorous yeah. that it just it really it's just again played into that self-effacing thing and it really yeah. made me laugh yeah that did take me by surprise also because in my car i was wondering what biddy was talking about <laughs> whoops baffling film avant-garde <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of sex position in this i guess yeah i guess he i guess he has been raped in a number of in a number of figurative ways <laughs> spiritually yeah. what a profound film this is being used by the state um so oh, when the state of sybil danning if, if sybil danning was the state i feel like i'd be feeling better about a lot of this yeah All this business i gestured to britain feel way more compliant for some reason um when they find when it's okay it's anita i don't know which who that is and uh, cody mm. find um shane's body <laughs> he goes yeah. he goes Go inside, Anita. Tell everyone to meet me by the pool. Go! Do it! <laughs> Just screams at her. Go in the house. Tell everybody to meet me by the pool. Go! Do it! In, in this fucking garden. It's just so unreasonable. It was so weird. Oh, God. Um, okay, my other stuff on some of the lady extras. Um, the way that the two neighbour ladies keep smiling and checking the camera, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Just not used to the movie acting, which is fine, you know. We're not. At one point, one of them... I'm not. I would constantly be smiling and checking the camera if I was in Die Hard. I think that's it. Yes, he comes in and he mm. says... <laughs> okay, now listen. When I say so, I want you to dive on that floor and get down low. This is kinky. This is nice. <laughs> <No>. This is nice. <laughs> the repeat of this is nice is oh. very good. Um, and oh. then when race car lady needs to use her boobs to distract the guy... Mm. Um, she says, hey, look at these, and gets her chest out. Mm. And the, there's a pause. And the guy sees it and says, yeah, another pause. Then he gets shot. Pause, and he's hit. <laughs> <laughs> it was superb. I loved it. Just giving um, us time to process every single action in that scene. <laughs> and you don't get um, that from Christopher Nolan. <laughs> and finally, in Paul Salt's misogyny corner, <laughs> my God, Sybil Danning's well-built. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, 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 I love think... the, the euphemisms you're reaching for to try and say they have <laughs> nice boobs. <laughs> Look, Sybil Danning is fucking stacked. We all know this. We all saw The Howling 2. We all saw The Howling 2. We all saw The Howling 2. And yeah, sweet Jesus. Yeah. Look, we, we, we when, when we say this person has nice boobs, listeners, we know that it, it sounds awful <laughs> and we're trying to, to, make, to make it go down well. Um, and we just have to accept, hey. We all, we all like bits of other people, or, or like we all like things, we like sandwiches. Yeah. Look, none you of know. this would be as 
easy to enjoy if it weren't for how charming all of the performers are, how charming and natural. And that, yeah. I hope, came from the fact that there was a, a good atmosphere on set because it looks like there was, but you can't really gauge that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I like to think and hope that Andy Sedaris is one of the good guys because this doesn't feel like a Michael Winner movie. You know, those no. movies are bleak and horrible and you can tell the conditions on set sucked because of how horrible and miserable everybody looks. I'm just hoping that this was just a bunch of very attractive people having fun in the hot weather with a very strange man and his idea of what a movie should be. And I want to hold on to that fantasy as long as I can. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Um, <laughs> the, the, the fact that for me it's feeling sinister has nothing to do with the movie or this podcast. There's somebody who is using some sort of industrial tool over the road and the drone that it's giving <laughs> off is similar to the joker's theme in the dark knight <laughs> shit that is unnerving i'll give you that i'll give you that it is unnerving and ah. and i'm not afraid to say it i'm also not afraid <laughs> to say uh the 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 split second collision of the car with the, yeah. the with malibu ray winston looked really good yeah it was just it was just hard uh, you know a nanosecond of yeah. bonnet hitting him and because it was yeah. so fleeting it just left your brain to imagine the rest and to to do yeah. the math yes on <laughs> on the meatiness of that collision um, it was good it was smart when they're being chased by the meatheads wingus and dingus yeah. um cody and <laughs> racetrack girl um yeah. say uh they're, they're running away and he goes i only have one bullet left and i've never hit a moving target in my life and i just really like <laughs> Just yeah. just saying it made the whole yeah. thing made me realize how stupid the whole thing was and kind of yes. joyful at that. Because he's a really good shot. It turns out it still thinks. Yeah. Like later on, he shoots like a music thing really effortlessly, but he can't hit a moving target. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, some extra details. Sybil Danning has an amazing cat. Ooh, it's a really nice cat that you see at one stage in the oh, movie yeah. early on. It's a very cute. Yeah, cat. I, I like remember that. Now. Um, when it cuts to the sex chat room, they are all in such close proximity. Oh, yeah. And once again, another thing about the sex positive nature of this movie, it's a whole different bunch of people in this room, like men and women in like yeah. a row delivering phone sex to people. And it's just, yeah, anything. It's a shop. Anything you want sexually is just there yeah. in this place. And it's kind of awesome. There's a pansexuality to the whole experience. <laughs> I'd have loved it if refreshing. Andy Sedaris had done a uh, cooperated on a movie with that guy who constantly included shirtless men. What was his name? Uh, Michael Bay. But um, oh, fuck, I yeah. can't remember his name. Whoever it is. Um, yeah, and f- yeah. Also, the sexist assumption that he was the one who killed the guys, giving him the benefit of the doubt to the killers, was just great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Um, when they get into the camper van with actual Andy Sedaris. Uh... Yeah. And they take <laughs> they take them to Palm Springs, and the mm. racetrack lady goes, "God, God bless you, sir." And Andy Sedaris yeah. goes, "Well, God certainly blessed you, ma'am." And then the camera cuts <laughs> cuts to her jugs, and then it pans yeah. up to the face, and she and her shocked, alarmed face turns to a pleasant smile, and it's a yeah. very good performance. Um, just the <laughs> just just that change of expression was really charming. Yeah. It's just uh, cheeky. The whole yeah. thing's just cheeky. Is the thing? It's cheeky. <laughs> It's just oh. a bit cheeky. It's just it's just cheeky. <laughs> Look, boys will be boys, not a good argument. This film no. is cheeky. It's cheeky. It is cheeky. You have a last one? Yes. Um oh. when when he's doing his big uh expository reveal at the end, um yeah. how he figured out who committed the crime. Um 
the <laughs> he brings in the woman that he arrested by shoving a stocking over her head previously. Yeah. Onto the into the boat, and everybody goes, "Why is she here?" And he explains that actually this woman didn't kill Shane, and she yeah. goes, "But if I didn't kill him, who? <laughs> if, I, if I didn't kill him, who did?" But if it wasn't me and it wasn't Stuart, who did kill Shane? <laughs> I miss that. What a That's stupid amazing. line. <laughs> Brilliant. That's Mwah. great. That's wonderful. That's a that's a All top right. secret sort of line. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, okay, Darby Hinton as Darby um, Hinton. Darby Hinton as uh, what was his name again? Um, Cody Abilene. Cody Abilene. He's just great, and here's some of the things I liked about him. Oh, There's just something great his about his look, his yeah. face, his voice, the nature of his voice, the innocence with which he records into yes. a um his recorder, the fact that he is you know up for a good time but often exasperated by how much sex there is available to him is adorable yeah. the fact that he sucks at the shooting range is great yeah at one point he says on my way back to the marina i stopped by the grocery store to give me a peanut brittle candy bar i just need to think things through <laughs> just fucking great yeah i know <laughs> another line. stage another stage he sees the the race car girl driving and just says look beverly june's out there Sure can't handle that car. Again, it's just like the dialogue yeah. you'd write for the kid on the adventure. Yeah. Um, and oh. there's something amazing about him trying to get this woman off of him whilst he's driving the car and trying to elude the bad guys. Yeah. And he's just like, she's just, you know, topless and trying to get all over him. And he's just like, Would you get your head down? I can't see the road. I'll get it down. You're not getting it down, all right? Now, come on, out of my way. I'd get down if you'd let me. Please, no, come on. Please, all I want later, okay? If we get out of this alive, please, I promise you the time of your life. <laughs> and it's just adorable. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. And that is just about all I have to say about my favorite film, Manager <laughs> Express. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how this episode's going to go down if we'll come off terribly from it, but there's just, again, something very positive and fun about the whole thing. So, and I hope that comes across, and I hope you'll all give it a go. Because I think so. And, and we're, we're not saying carte blanche, this movie is amazing with no problems. It, sure. It's It's in the context of, of everything, you know? It's, um, yeah. It has, it has some good things. Yeah, so don't, so absolutely. Don't worry. Yeah. <sighs> okay. But Paul, did the OG team give a single fuck about us and what we're doing this week a single fucking shit well let me have a look for you i did remember to message uh the og ah. team personally and the picture i used <laughs> was of him frenching the two ladies chat. at the racetrack <laughs> fuck yeah so you know it's good so so i think already if if the if the episode is going to go down badly it will have already started going down badly <laughs> we'll have managed expectations well thank god i'm i'm all about managing expectations you have to when you're me <laughs> Sounds great on paper. I know Liam, uh, as we discussed before uh, before recording, Liam does own the same box set that you do. So, <laughs> um, and he is trying very hard to convince his partner that it's a good thing to watch them. <laughs> well, uh, play them this podcast, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, look. Sybil Danning's yeah. boobs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> so fucking hot. Oh my God. We're all about that here. Um, this is every week. Every, oh, every week and it just gets boobs. Every week it gets better, actually. So, so the earlier episodes, anything before <laughs> oh, this, God, if you were considering going back to listening, don't. Please don't. For the love of God, don't listen because 
I tell you what, it's, it's, it's a wonder we're not in jail. Yeah. Look, in recent weeks, we have featured Jen um, lusting over Billy Zane and Catherine Zeta-Jones. So I feel like we're opening up new doors here on the podcast. I'd say uh, so. And one that I'm glad to be stepping through. Look, we're, we're, we're allowed to do this. Also, when Ellen was here talking about um, Jennifer's body, I wasn't allowed to release most of the stuff she said about my chemical romance. So, About your specific worry. chemical romance. <laughs> Um, about the general chemical romance we all had oh, um, god yeah some of that stuff's with the police where it belongs I can, yeah i mean I, can, I wish i were the police yeah no nothing from the og team oh og team you gotta watch malibu express every single one of you take this recommendation it's one size yes. fits all uh, yep the one better thing is malibu express it's a hell of a laugh and if I you really want to watch it. the version if, if you don't want to watch like constant <laughs> gratuitous nudity you can watch the youtube version and and, and i don't know why you would do that for a lovely innocent experience <laughs> I'm so glad we've been able to maintain your innocence during this. <laughs> the illusion, maintain the illusion of. Oh, that's the thing. He's actually the most mustachioed of the bunch. Do you have a mustache? Right, Paul, how can people find out about our mustaches? Oh, um, yeah, no, I guess this is the one better thing. Cause it, oh, it you have great. one. Well, uh, like, kind, like, nice guys came to mind quite a bit because of the, um, okay. the you know, the Shane Black comedy. <laughs> black, yeah. black comedy. Uh <laughs> Of the, the, the private investigator, Ryan Gosling, is also very oh, incompetent with, you know, the occasional the occasional flash of brilliance. Um, <laughs> um it's also very, very funny. Uh, you should watch that if you haven't. Fun. But but it's it but Malibu Express and I imagine Andy Starris's uh filmography are gonna yes. stand apart from everything and just yeah. be Andy Sedaris. Yeah, so. just over the top action, over the top sexuality, just yeah. Yeah. Really fun stuff. And for over-the-top action and sexuality, you can check us out at OGT <laughs> Pod, Twitter and Facebook, yes. or send us an email with your ideas for how to uh, start your own franchise of over-the-top sexual action violence. Uh, in this day and age. In this day and age, in this economy, in this culture <laughs> war that doesn't exist, uh, then you can email us at OGTPod at gmail.com. There is no such thing as a cult- culture war. Fuck off, Murdoch. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Uh that there's that yeah and also yeah, probably um if you want to pay us to um talk about these kinds of things uh apropos of nothing unsolicited if anything um <laughs> then you can it's do fine. so at patreon patreon.com forward slash ogt pot uh we've talked with sean about the marvel uh mess recently and uh, and how yep. tired we oh, yes. bloody feel about that so you can find <laughs> out about that there paul tested my memory and was surprised at the results um despite yes. me saying so every week uh, I have a terrible memory. And more oh. to come, such as the, yes. the thing that Paul has alluded to uh, me <laughs> off mic uh, that will be happening. Yes. And I don't really know anything more than that, but I'm taking off my top and oiling my pecs. Uh, some <laughs> some would say uh, the, the man, the male boobs, for that yeah. very purpose. And, we, and we'll see where that goes. Absolutely. Oh, Quest Fantastic TTRPG D&D podcast. It's really yep. good. We're all fucking funny on it. Go, go and listen. Go listen. It mentions boobs less. I'm Paul like, Boobless. As I'm one-fifth of Quest Fantastic, it just stands to reason that every one-fifth of the boob chat. I'm Paul Boobless. Yeah, I said I'm in there, so that's that's my thing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's okay. the beginning of that was an I'm. Yeah. I sometimes forget that that's how that works. Where's Mel? Um, <laughs> God damn it. It's what everyone's wondering. And remember, the one good thing about Malibu Express, it's just the gormless look of a man suddenly confronted 
with more boobs, guns, and G-strings than he knows how to handle.